Hey, buddy. Hey, What's up, Jack? I'm still yeah, not much. high off our therapy session from uh, the sewer worker. Yeah, I still feel weird. I feel weird about <laughs> it. Uh, but I feel, I feel positive doing? towards you. I've, 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 I've got something special here for you, buddy. Um, what? So I was just digging through the obsolete technology room, you know, like trying to clean up a little, just organize it a little bit. And like, uh-huh. thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I mean, I know it means a lot to you. We're just, you know, we're we're getting there. We're getting there, bud. We're getting there. Um, Tot- totally. But uh, I found this envelope, and it was sealed. I opened it money? up, money, and it's a DVD. Oh no, no, it's better than money. It's a DVD of a movie by another filmmaker, not Dad. It's like his name is Neil Breen. Oh, and not like Scorsese um, or. Somebody. No, it's it's nothing. It's like a rare, like you can't find this movie anywhere. The movie is called I Am Here, dot, 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 now. I am that's, here now. That's I, I am here, dot, 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 now. That's the name of it. Hmm. Uh, is so, so wait, I th- this guy, is it thought, worth something? You know, Do you think it's worth something? No, I think it's, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I think we should sit down and check it out and see if it's, you know, something special. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay, okay wow. So, so uh, wow. we just watched I Am Here Now. No, uh, no, no, no. I wish I, I was here. not here now. Dot, 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 now. now. It's not a regular ellipsis. It's four dots. So that's extra special. Oh, my God. Um, so let's talk about this movie we just saw. So I don't I, think we need movie, We don't need to. We can just not. No, we definitely need to because there's a lot to unpack there. Um, Jack, how would you describe the plot, the premise of this movie, if you could, in a sentence? Uh, I would say it's Neil Breen uh, filleting himself for 90 minutes. <laughs> So Neil Breen is the the actor, director, writer, producer, God? star. Yeah. So I would say that it's a movie about Jesus Christ coming back as a cyborg as Neil Breen. That's only yeah. It's not really addressed. And um, I for, you know what? I forgot that was he was a cyborg till the very end, and they showed it again. Yeah. It's that's see that's good. That's good. Like planning when you you set something up and then it comes right back. Just and not even in a new or expanded way, but we just see the same exact scene twice happening <laughs> backwards, almost like he reversed the film. I mean, on himself. To be fair, like that's like like good filmmakers do like book in their things with like same images, but I don't right. think it's usually I mean, the same exact footage. <laughs> this is exactly like 1917. <laughs> Sam Mendes just used "I Am Here Now" as his inspiration. So basically, this guy's like an it indie felt, filmmaker. It felt as long as did, the entire World War One. It felt as long. Yeah, it, that this movie is a brisk 90 minutes God. that feels like just ripping every skin cell off your body with tweezers one by one. So bad, and it's so basically Neil Breen. He's the writer, director, star. 
He's a Tommy Wiseau type, but he's he's different. He's he's different. He uh, that's a nice word. That's a nice way to describe. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if he's smarter or dumber. That's the thing. I don't like, know. His overall message of the movie is like a positive, like liberal, progressive message, but he delivers it so badly. Yeah, like worse than any film student. It's insane. So he plays, he plays a. Uh, <laughs> he plays it. I don't know. He's he's Jesus, but he's a cyborg, and he's come back because he's disappointed in humanity. Right. He keeps talking about the Earth as his grand experiment uh-huh. and how much better all the other planets are. And he just comes back and he punishes people by making their eyes bleed. Yeah. That's like all, that's the whole movie. And otherwise, there's a lot of scenes of him driving and looking at solar panels. It's a lot of like there are so long tracking shots. <laughs> like the beginning it's, was it's, like if Roger Deakins was like, I don't know, just who's Roger Deakins? The guy who did the guy who works with the Coen Brothers all the time and shot 1917. Oh, it's like he has long, beautiful gotcha. shots. So it's like almost like that. No, it's not. It is. It's no, not. It's, it's not. Terrible it's nothing shots. like 1970. I'm saying I mean, it's the it's, same idea, it's just but him done in a car. poorly. It's him in a Civic, and like he's just driving. And at one point, I thought this van was going really fast and passing him, and I was like, "Oh, something crazy is going to happen." But no, no we were just watching just somebody him. change lanes. Yeah, because our hero of the movie, who is God and has otherworldly powers, still needs to steal a car and clothing to get around. Well, no, he. <laughs> He makes his, this junkie and his girlfriend who shoot at him. You know? Okay, no woman wears a bra in this movie. No. And it and he not just allowed. like not allowed. It's like fucking Star Wars. There's no underwear in space. And he's just like But he's he has women falling out of their tops the entire movie. And almost every, no, every woman in this movie uh is a junkie whore at some point. Well, no, that was the best part, is she's an environmental activist, and she's like, well, I don't have a job anymore, I guess I have to be a prostitute. No, no, that's not what happens. Okay, so this that's woman what isn't... This, you're, you're jumping way ahead, but here's the, ahead. here's the real story, which has, like, nothing to do with the Jesus plot line. There's a bunch of businessmen who only walk around and talk about, like, exactly their evil plots out loud in public, <laughs> and... They're like, boy, I sure do like taking payoffs. Now that oh we've got these payoffs, all of us evil bureaucrats, like they call themselves stop evil. Stop saying what you're thinking. Yeah, it's stop, <laughs> stop talking about yourself as if you're Neil Breen describing the character Jesus to the actor Christ. playing them. And the... <laughs> it's the, so insane. They, they keep saying they're gonna... There's like a big environmentalism bill that's gonna help the planet and cure global warming... And these these you know these lawyers and lobbyists and corporate evil guys stop it, and so this woman loses her job as a result of this bill not going through or whatever. And (laughs) sorry, that's what they say. And so she goes into a neighborhood. He goes into a neighborhood with her baby, who she refers to exclusively as baby or my baby. She does not name or gender the child. She's like. She's walking the baby with her her sister, and she's like, I have are they this sisters? baby. Do you know that they're yeah, sisters? Those are sisters. How do you the, know that? Because they that ever say that. Up? That's in the opening scene. Like the slightly more attractive junkie is the sis is the sister. Because she's like, <laughs> she's like, you're <laughs> my sister. Same. You're hot. I'm hot. We're hot together. Um, I guess I remember that. She says also, that, that baby's I, clearly I, a, 
clearly a doll. Just don't have him in the shot if it's a doll. <laughs> it's not even the problem. My problem was that the mother of this child, who is apparently the, her, her like sympathetic motivation, has not named her child. And, like, within a day of being fired, because this all seems to transpire in 24 hours, even though there's time travel. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. Okay, at one point well, in this maybe, movie. At maybe one point it's in... like, maybe it's like, it's the, it's like that movie, The Boy, where they have, like, a mannequin of the, the child. Maybe it's, like, not a real child. And I don't she's know. Taking... She's I mean, taking maybe. care of it. There's a bunch of doll heads in the desert. I feel like those were just leftover babies from whatever Neil Breen did to them. <laughs> There's a lot of so- shots that are inserts of a desert and someone going, oh, my ear! And then someone throws a bloody ear on the ground. That was, or like, that oh, was, my hand! That was amazing. I like that part. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that part was very artistic. Um, I mean, so, why does he, he, first of all, like, why does he take that junkie's shirt? He was finally. He the, arrives. They do the Terminator. Okay, so he's this dude who you have to describe what he looks like, and I'm not usually judgmental about people's people's looks, but like he is so in love with himself, and you're staring at him for so long, and he is shirtless in the movie, and like loves to take his shirt off and loves to get naked or make other actors get naked. So uncomfortable. And like he looks sort of like a deflated. Uh, who's the guy who put the gerbil up his butt? Uh, Richard Gere? Yeah, he looks like a deflated... He looks like Richard Gere's cousin who runs like a shoe repair store in Jersey. That's what he yeah, looks that's like. Yeah, that's a pretty good example of what he looks like. And But he thinks of himself as like literally God on Earth because he comes right. in... Like, the first thing in the movie is like... Okay, the first thing in the movie is a screensaver that's just like weird like <laughs> video images. The first and last thing in the movie are the same screens. He clearly spent $2,000 on fucking stock footage and was like, I'm going to use every... He uses... He never... If, if an actor says a line and they did it okay, like no one does a good job, but if they did an okay delivery two times, he's like, I'm going to use both takes. Back to Why back. Why not use both takes? Why not use both this, takes? He says the same things over and over and the same things happen over and over. And meanwhile, nothing is happening. It's so he he arrives on Earth. There's all these crosses in the desert, and he's like very laying it on thick with this. There's an orb in the desert, which comes back right. later inexplicably. And no, that's when he came down from space on. That's, I think. that's his vessel. Okay, that's his correct. vessel. Yeah. That's his spacecraft because he's yeah. a cyborg. He's Jesus, but he also has computer circuits coming out of his arms. Well, at the beginning of the end, not in the middle at Yeah, all. in the middle, he's just a guy with magic powers. Guy. Sometimes um, a caveman. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, at times, he'll flash into, like, a caveman mask. I thought it was a zombie mask, to be honest. I thought he was a ghoul. And I think he spent a lot of money on that mask, and he just wanted to use it. I've never seen a mask like it. It's horrifying and interesting. Maybe more interesting than the movie around it. It looked um, like every character in Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs> so looked, I was led to believe it looked like someone took a, a Planet of the Apes mask and threw it in a lake for twenty years and then <laughs> dredged it out. And then he's like, oh, and then later in the movie, like it, at certain times, it, it's like I don't know if it's supposed to be his true form or like I don't know what I it's guess. supposed to be, but he just like it just fades into him in the same place wearing the mask inexplicably. It's happened so many fucking times. And at one and point, he's just banging the more attractive junkie chick, right? And, and it like, changes and, too. again inexplicably, and it's like unstuck in time because he just arrived like did he bang her in a dream yeah and it I just cuts to him in a no. in this horrifying mask 
and he's just like not moaning or grunting, just like laying on top of her, just yeah, gently, just gently writhing, wearing this fucking gorilla mask, giving <laughs> little Eskimo kisses. I see. I think I think it represents him <laughs> as like the first man, but I don't think that I don't think even that makes sense. Like I don't know. What, I it's mean, his other, it's his true form. So that's what God looks like. I don't understand. He's like, I wanted us all to look like this zombie thing, and you guys have really lost your way. That's I what know. it is. You guys don't look like how I designed you at all. Your eyes you are pitch black. Sometimes I wonder how the dolphins are doing in this movie, and that's okay because we check in with dolphins like seventy times during this movie, uh, and it's always the same footage of like twelve dolphins swimming in a pod. And it's has there we never see the beach in this movie. We just see shots of dolphins, and he's like, some of the humans are doing okay with their environmentalism. And it cuts to like six consecutive minutes of a helicopter shot of solar panels and windmills, yeah. and it was just it like, just, oh my god, it just so. felt like he he was trying so hard to get to ninety minutes because there's like maybe thirty five minutes of content here, and it makes no sense. All of the um, the the yeah. bad guys who are. Again, politicians, businessmen, and lawyers also oh, and hang gang. out. Who hang out with a gang. Right. They all hang out with a, a gang, a brutal, vicious gang in these slums of, well, of no, Vegas. It's, if, it's the slums next to the Vegas sign. It's like one <laughs> broken building right next to the Vegas sign is where all this criminal activity is going down. <laughs> Could he not get permission to shoot on the street in the strip? Because I like, don't. there's this there's big no way he, thing yeah, that to show it. that he's a good person because all he's done is like make people bleed from the eyes at this point and steal their clothes. Like He steals a junkie's... Okay, that opening scene, I just want to go back for a second. So he, he arrives, there's a guy, again, a mediocre looking guy with a more attractive girl, which seems to be like Neil Breed's... <laughs> Main yeah. thing. It's like, see, no matter how mediocre I look, I can get with a much, <laughs> much more attractive girl, and I can make her not wear a bra. Um, and so he shows Acting. up. These people are are doing heroin in the desert in the back of their van, and <laughs> he shows up. He appears in all his Christly cyborg glory, and the guy's like, "What the fuck?" And he pulls out a gun and just starts... Oh, wait, before that, he played Russian roulette with himself, I right. should say. Uh, with and like, with because, a gun that it doesn't uh, Russian roulette, you can't... Like, there's no way to play it. It's just... It's a clip. Like, you can't <laughs> you can't spin it. There was nothing to spin on that gun. Holy shit. I, I didn't put that together right. It's not a revolver. <laughs> it's not a revolver. He's just, he's just stupid. Like, he it's make just any a 9mm pistol, and he's yeah. just... Hopefully so out of bullets. He's just, like... He's hoping for a 1%, like... Uh, bullet jam or something. So weird. <laughs> anyway, and then he does fire it off, and it's like the worst squib. Like, bang. it's like bang, so fucking bang. fake. It's like such an added afterwards effect. So anyway, he sees Jesus, and his immediate impulse is to go, "What the fuck?" and start firing the gun him. at Jesus. Him. Yeah, and and the bullets hit him, and he's like unfazed by it, and keeps walking towards him to show what a cool badass Terminator Jesus he is, and. His the the junkie's response to shooting Jesus and seeing Jesus continue to walk forward is, I feel like I just died and went to heaven. Yep, that's uh, which is like not uh, what you would say in that scenario. Hang I mean, okay, whenever I'm in the desert doing heroin and Jesus approaches me, I mean, my first reaction would also be to shoot at him because I'm afraid he's going to take my heroin. Well, I just feel like why would he say why would he why is their assumption. That they've both died and gone to heaven. 
first of all. I mean, but the way he said it was like he just saw a girl with big tits in a bikini in like a 90s sex comedy. He's like, I just died and went to heaven. Wow, it's like, wow. Because I feel like if you saw a bleeding crazy person in the desert, you'd be like, I feel like I just died and went to hell. Uh, but I feel like that would be insulting to Neil Breen. <laughs> so he needs everyone to know that the sight of him is heavenly. He's like, he's like anyone seeing me wouldn't think I was a devil. Is They'd he, think, wow, is, is Neil who's Green, that cool stud? Is he, is he rich? Is he a rich person? Is he I don't, a lot of money? There is no indication from this movie that he has any money at right. all. And clearly, <laughs> I don't think he has any money. You know what I would like to see is if Cutthroat Island and this movie switched uh, budgets. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> like that would be well, a good movie. I will say his his I've I from what I from what I understand his later movies uh, do seem a bit better in terms of but I mean, not good but like better. Do you in terms I guess, of like they feel like a movie more than this did. This felt like yeah a uh, this felt like watching the Guns N' Roses November Rain music video for 90 minutes. The first minutes, draft and of the November no Rain music yeah, video. Yeah, there's no music, and it's Neil Breen instead of any members of the band. Is he and, <laughs> doing a bit? Because a lot of it came off I thought I thought comically. that, but I think he's actually sincere. If he's doing a bit, he's doing the the greatest, most right. Andy Kaufman, there's no way Tim he's, and Eric... Right, there's no way he's smart enough to do something like that. Is that what you think? I, based on what I have seen of the clips of his other movies, he's sincere. I think he's like a Tommy Wiseau type, and I think like because his movies slowly seem to improve after this, he's learning. Like from <laughs> yeah, he, it's it's learning. The cyborg uh, Christ learning. is learning. Um, and the title of the movie is again, I am here. Dot 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 now dot. Now, four dots, which feels like a threat. First of all, <laughs> four like... dots instead of three dots is just like yeah, you're so full of yourself oh. if you're using four dots. It's not. He has stigmata that can't because everyone. Do you think that's what it is? No, that's what it is. It's a stigmata. There's four. He had stigmata throughout the movie. No, but that's so what the four giving... dots represent. Is <laughs> like the holes in his hand and his feet. He's, Holy, he's shit. a genius. Well, he forgot the one. He forgot like an upward slash uh, no, for the, no, the, no, the no. thing in the rib. He's no, he's a genius. <laughs> he's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. He's a genius. Uh, I do. Re- yeah. I, it is funny that it takes place all in Vegas, and you <laughs> only see the Vegas sign, <laughs> and not all. Of- it made me. It made me want to watch Paul Blart too, so I could actually see Vegas. See Vegas. That's how bad this movie is. Oh um, my god! This, this, like. So he he meets a guy in a wheelchair who is just like okay. First of all, his house just fell down or something. No, or see, he lives in a broken house. He lives and in the so same pull- broken down place where all those gangs were. Like it's the same thing. So it's the same. Set. There's this footage of him pulling himself out of this house. He just wakes up in a broken house. Oh <laughs> he's my in God. a wheelchair, <laughs> and he pulls himself out of the wheelchair and he goes to I don't know even what he's going to. People are waiting in line. And it's the worst stunt in movie history. It's this guy who, like, fakes walking into his wheelchair, and he tosses the guy in the wheelchair on the ground. And, like, Neil Breen shows up, and he's way, like, no, that's boy. just not right. And he, like, makes him bleed from the eyes or whatever. And then he, then he becomes... He basically becomes Slip and Jimmy from Better Call Saul, and he makes a deal with the guy in the wheelchair to bait out gang members. So he just hangs out with the wheelchair guy and waits for people to beat him up. Well, so the wheelchair guy, his because cancer is killing him, which he says in a voiceover. 
Well, yeah, and the treatment isn't working. But his dream is to get his to see the Hollywood sign, which is like right across from his <laughs> broken down house. No, not the Hollywood sign. That would be nice. Uh, not the Hollywood sign. The, the Las Vegas, Vegas sign. sign. Yeah. So yeah, the that's his dream. I, though it's not that. The big. craziest thing is like the Vegas sign is iconic. Yeah. But not in the way they play because like the way it's iconic is you drive in and see the sign. Right. We never. Well, we sort of get that shot early on, but not at night. Not with the lights lit up. It's like he's everything takes place at like four p.m. Right. Well, that's like, where they get everybody together. I imagine. Everyone else. Has everybody to work has a day job. Actual crack hooker jobs. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah. So he's just like they all just walk up to the Vegas sign and they're like standing next to it, and it's just not that impressive in the. But way it was the wheelchair it. guy's dream to see it. That was his yeah. dream. I guess, even though he lives down the he block, he lives yeah, right across from. <laughs> It's hard to cross the, the the traffic, I guess. So he needed to wait for Jesus's help, oh and God. of course, his plot line gets resolved later in the movie when he is turned into a completely different person. Right, turned into a different person, and he, I think, <laughs> he gets he gets he's supposed to be like him as a young man, but yeah. they look nothing alike, no. and it's just a different actor in the same and clothes. He like, and he like. The girl with the baby, he's like, Neil Breen appears next to him. He's like, go back, go to her. He, like, meets her once. They didn't have any relationship. Yeah. He's just like, go to her. Sweet. And she's like, okay, you're my husband now. She's got a baby. Together. Maybe the baby she belongs to her husband. She's just seen him as an old man. Yeah, but the baby's, like, just a doll. She doesn't have a name for it. She's crazy. I'm just saying, that, um, that young man in a wheelchair could do better. <laughs> he's got his whole life back together. <laughs> why not live yeah. a little? Like, why Get not? out of Vegas, man. You gotta live here. Get out of Neil Breen's movies. And... And, I mean, I still can't stress enough that her sister is the one that immediately is like, you lost your job as an environmentalist? Oh, my God. Well, then you should become a crack whore. Be a prostitute. Just be a crack whore. She, she, it doesn't even, like, there's not even the scene in some movies where it's like, well, talk to my friend uh, Tony. He's a little bit sketch, but, like, he's okay. And they meet a guy who's, like, a little bit sketch, but he's mostly all right. Yeah. And then later we find out Tony works for the really bad guys. She just immediately takes her sister who's like this nice, sweet girl who has a fake baby, to go to the worst gang members in the world who are like, not even a good gang, because they kill each other constantly. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot like, of infighting in that gang. Yeah, he's like, they, she shows up, and she's like, immediately pegged for a prostitute, and they're like, I want it first. God, yeah, I do. Jesus and the one Christ. guy just shoots the other guy in the face. And then later, they're, they're like, our gang's all about family. Then and they like, said... When was that? Also, they said they were worldwide at some point, which I find very funny. Yes. That was the best. They are a worldwide We're worldwide now, baby. Game. We're worldwide. <laughs> because there's one dude in we the live gang. In trash, who's like we're worldwide. A, a, a European dude who looks like Data, oh the guy who played God. Data in Star Trek, but when he's in Independence Day and he's like in Area 51, yeah. it's like long hair and the beard and just, oh, he's got like, and like there's this weird scene where he's like, like, the things are getting really violent in the gang, and everyone's like, "This is too much for me, man." And and the the European guy is just like, "I like it." <laughs> just like, what? Where? Who is this kid? What are we supposed to get out of that? He likes um, it. We're, let's let's not forget maybe the best scene in the movie, which is uh, when one of the the hotshot businessmen, because there's only like ten people in Vegas. Sure. He finishes his deal. It's like the same day that they finished the deal and he's right. going to celebrate, but somehow it's also like six months into the timeline of the girl being a whore. Right. She's like totally ready for it. And so he invites her and her sister as pr- prostitutes to his pool party. Sexy pool and, party. Right. And like 
the this is this should be like the most sinister and lascivious scene in the movie, but somehow it's like the least. Like the ones where Neil Breen is having sex in what uh, so is like a boring vanilla, very Jack-like way, in my opinion. Okay, well, the, you um, know, yeah, you, what, how would you know? So, yeah, well, let's not go there. Um, but okay. uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. What I know and don't know, or cool. whatever. Cool, cool. Um, the uh, the point is that he is Neil Breen is more terrifying and especially when he's shirtless and walking backwards out the door staring at her <laughs> which yeah. happens a lot, a lot than this like evil businessman character who basically invites these girls over to his pool and they're in their bikinis and they take their tops off but they're constantly covering their boobs constantly covering their boobs and giggling like <laughs> I don't know, like, are, so they, are they kink-shaming him? Is that, like, what gets I, him off? Is I it to, don't like, know. giggle? And he sits there for, like, 45 minutes watching yeah. them, and he's like, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Double the pleasure. Double, there's double a lot of, there's the a lot of double mint gum references. <laughs> right, because they keep reiterating that these girls are twins, even though it, it's irrelevant that they're twins. And they're not. Because it's, like, because, like, they're fraternal twins if they are twins, because they right. look nothing alike. They're nothing alike. Uh, like besides just both being blonde, and so, so it's like they could just be sisters, like or or they could just be friends because them being sisters doesn't really work. I either. was I so was like, certain at that point though that this movie was turned into pornography, and then it right, just I thought did, for did sure. Not. And instead of doing anything sexual, they just play on pool floaties for like forty five <laughs> minutes, and they like struggle to get on them, and it's just like really awkward. Yeah. And he just sits there watching them while they do like <laughs> stuff that like yeah. is non sexual. This is or, the or, life like, of a high powered businessman. And then he like pours them champagne, and I'm like, okay, now they're like gonna go down on him or something, something. or something like gross is gonna happen. And he's just like, my oh my. Just, and then it's like we watched that scene for 15. He just minutes. likes to watch. He likes to watch and look at look at girls. <laughs> it's a power thing, I think, is what gets him off. It's a power. So, so at, at some point, we start traveling back in time, so Neil Breen's Jesus character can start undoing the past mistake mistakes of humanity, we which do? all boil down to yeah, he he keeps going back in time because at some point. He goes back in time to the girl that he sleeps with, who is the junkie sister. To be uh, fair, she's a junkie too. They're both junkies, right? But I, mean, were, I don't know how to distinguish they, weren't them. Weren't they as both environmental otherwise. activists too? Like I thought, her sister had the same job as her. Right, they did, but that's right. He goes back in time to a time when the sister was also an environmental activist. <laughs> This, I'm not joking. I know. Because, because, because then it's her. We see them. They're like, wow, we're both low on money now that the gotta environmentalism be, has stopped. Yeah, gotta be and it's like the same plot line again. And then her, her, her boyfriend at the time is, a, is like, I know, I'll just become a car dealer and not tell her. Oh, and God, so he I gets killed by that. the gang, yeah. brutally slashed his throat. No, to be fair, he said family. he's, he's going to be a car thief, and then he just goes and takes stuff out of cars. Like, he's not a, <laughs> he's a very low rent thief. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's more like a B and E for cars. It's not. He's not really selling I cars. And, and he's his his business model is he's going to go into the town. He's going to go into the area of the toughest gang in town. Where granted, cars would not be that. There wouldn't be that much good stuff in them anyway. And like, and he immediately stands up to them, and is like, they're like, you should join our gang. And he's like, the only problem is you're doing it on our turf. And he's like, you should be like, okay. Change and boxes out of cars on our turf. (laughs) We're not a worldwide gang because of we haven't been stealing change out of cars. We're a worldwide gang. We know a a guy from Europe. Um, (laughs) So, the I guess what happens 
I guess what would happen in the real timeline is that the sister loses her job, her boyfriend dies, she becomes a junkie prostitute. Right. Then her her sister also loses her job. It doesn't really check out in the timeline unless there's two bills or whatever. Right. Uh, environmental bills. And so then they both become junkies, and then Neil Breen is slowly undoing all these past mistakes. So, these, so the good people, like the wheelchair guy and the sisters, can live a good life. And then, like, the end of the movie is the sister who he's been banging in her dreams. Yeah. She keeps being like, I think I know I him. Remember but again, it's unclear. Yeah, somewhere. I remember you. And she, like, sees him in the desert, and he turns back into an ape monkey, and she just stares lovingly at him. And then we see all the bad people on crucifixes, but they aren't nailed. They're just, like, holding on to them. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They're bad, but they're not uh, crucified bad, I guess. Oh, how about when the sisters are initially walked, walking, and it seems like such like a like a perfect bad movie thing, where that guy goes, is walk, or driving, riding by on his bicycle. Oh, God, and he's so like, good. Wow. wow. And then falls over. Again, a terrible stunt, only beat by the wheelchair thing. And like he then they cut to him on the ground as they leave, and they're like, hee-hee. And he's like, wow. wow. He says it again. <laughs> Two lines. Two of the same lines. They, they do the same line every take. Every take. They do not miss a take. I've never and seen of course, two they... prostitutes with a baby before. <laughs> wow. wow. In Las Vegas? In Las Vegas? <laughs> Holy cow. That's two women walking a baby down the street is the most lascivious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> In Vegas. Where I live. Oh, sorry. I mean the outskirts of Vegas because, yeah. Uh, oh, and like I've noticed, I've noticed also that he just keeps using the same sound effect over and over oh, for different things. Like the, yeah, like who does that? Oh shit! It's the rat again. Jesus oh, fuck, Christ! It's the rat. I hate that doing? rat. It's got that hiss. <sighs> it comes out of nowhere. Like it knows the, we're doing something. It like likes to startle us. It's weird, but anyway, anyone who uses the same sound effect over and over for something is really They're, fucking. Lazy. They have to be hacks or something. They are hacks. Um, so hey, is that Dad's old guitar? Back. Oh yeah, Dad's old guitar. I love this thing. Wow. Um, so the orb is back, and like the the point of the movie, I think, is the, is what makes it frustrating. Is that like this is what conservatives think liberals are like? Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is like they're. This is how they all talk. This is how all liberals think. <laughs> right. Right. It's like if if this is he's the worst vessel for this message, other than the orb. I yeah. guess. And, yeah, I mean, the movie ends with, uh, again, the same screensaver. He shows the same exact footage of solar arrays again. and then That goes on for so it goes long. On for the last so 30 long. minutes is so long. It's just as long. I mean, it's, I mean, to be fair, it's like it's 60 minutes of the same footage and then, like, a bunch of other random footage in between. Did you, did so you get like, that? I... Did you get that it felt kind of like he was trying to insert himself into the Sodom and Gomorrah story? Like that that was that was that was Maybe, I, I was know. like he was trying to do a Sodom and Gomorrah but of But what part? What do you mean? Like just like the in part general? of the story where he's like uh, I'll destroy humanity unless, you know, I, God says I'll destroy humanity unless you can find like 20 good people. All right, fine, 10 good people. And like one wheelchair guy and one one environmental prostitute. Right, exactly. And well it just it just felt like, oh, it's a city of sin and God is coming to punish them because yeah. this is not how he 
uh, perceived it. And he has to find the good people, and the good people in the end give him hope. He's like, even though he basically makes no changes and no journey besides right. like uh, erasing time, like he doesn't really teach anyone lessons. He just gives them no. free stuff, and, and like it's sort of like if like God got hit on the head really hard <laughs> and then tried to fix something. If God, if God was a character in the Flintstones and opened Fred Flintstone's <laughs> closet and the bowling ball fell out and hit him in the head, and he got amnesia. He's like, hey, I'm yeah. Johnny God. That's what I gotta yeah. fix stuff on Earth. Earth. That's what I remember. He's had one too many concussions, and he's just like... I also love the lore building in the first couple minutes where he's just like, all of the other galaxies I've made are doing way better. I'm like, let's see that. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, show I'm sure that. if that was that, yeah, it would just be like Valerian or some shit. Uh... uh. But yeah, if they, I thought it was great, because at the end, it seemed like he was about to deliver his hopeful message, where he's like, no. things have really... Turns back into <laughs> caveman. He, but he's leaves. like... He's like, hmm, some people have done okay, but if they don't, I will destroy this planet. I will destroy it. It's just like, is that what you want? Is that the soothing message for the ending of your movie coming from God's lips to your ears? But the, but the did he not kill him because he fell in love with an Earth woman? I don't, I don't understand. Right? And it, it wasn't even feel like love. Sense. It just felt like he's been watching her and he banged her. Uh, you want right, because he's God. He probably froze her like he froze all those oh, yeah. other people. The, oh, my God. Him. When he freezes the junkies in the beginning, and it's literally that theater trick where they just both stop, and they're, like, wobbling. Yeah. I was like, you've got to be fucking... So, you could have... See, that's where it's like... You could have... seems like a bit. I know, right? And it's like, you could have just stopped the frame. Like, I don't know <laughs> why you... You could have just made a still image of that shot. Like, why is that? Nope. And I thought the part that felt the most like a bit to me... Was when he like he at one point he in the desert he falls on his knees and and literally like addresses the camera and he's like respect yourselves and I was yeah. just like respect yourself Neil Breed what are you doing to us like you, it's just uh, I don't know well yeah so that's that's I am here now um, I am here now. Okay, so that, uh, I can see why Dad didn't open that. Maybe Neil Breen was, was a fan of his movies that he's made. I guess. Um, Do you think and, that he saw Dad's movies? Now that's like what? Because if this, if this like that's this inspired Dad's movies inspired this. I don't know if I want to watch Dad's movies. Well, Dad's movies have to be way better than this. I'm sure they're actually artistic and like thoughtful. But it I, can't we'll, be worse we'll than some this. Of those at some point, no, I definitely can't. Well, all right, we should probably wrap it up. I'm sorry I got your hopes up that we found something valuable again, but um, yeah. I mean, it's still. I mean, it was better than Cutthroat Island. It was shorter than Cutthroat Island, at least. So it's it like, was shorter than Cutthroat Island. I maybe don't not think, better. I don't know. They had the it, same excruciating feeling at some it, points, but yeah. this one was more consistent. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening, and um, you know, you can find this movie. I don't think you can, and that's probably the best. <laughs> you can only find it. You can't. If you found this movie, you've def- it's in some garbage dump or in Leave a time capsule of like humanity's ills or something. Yeah, if you but see Neil Breen, just punch him in his face, please. Just punch him. Just punch. I, well, I don't think we should incite violence on the on the. But just, just you know, maybe spit, just spit, just spit on him. him. Just spit near him. Spit, yeah, that works. Put put like an egg. Uh, do that hard-boiled egg thing that the kid in Australia did to the, the Prime Minister. Just hit him on the head with an egg. I don't know. Not hard-boiled. That wouldn't work. No, soft-boiled. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I'm tired. This movie's ruined my brain. <laughs> Three, four. 
Thank you for listening to Bunker Brothers. I'm Matt Shore. I played Brian. Mike Kolar played Jack. The rat was played by the rat. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. We're on Twitter at Brothers underscore Bunker and on YouTube and Facebook as well. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that anyone would choose to do so. Stay safe, happy, and healthy. Peace. Peace.